Garfield by Jim Davis, August 10th, 1978. What's your dog's name? Odie. Odie. A dog named Odie. A blimp named Hindenburg. A ship named Titanic. A car named Edsel. That's actually quite funny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, you've been Garf-pilled. You're going in Garf mode. That's the first time I've ever seen something quite funny. Good grief. Garfield. Hello and welcome to I Don't Like Mondays. It is your weekly unedited husband and wife Garfield review podcast. It is. Hosted Why by... Why is it? Why is it? <laughs> well, if it's not their weekly unedited husband and wife Garfield review podcast, whose weekly unedited husband and wife Garfield review podcast is it going to be? No, I mean like why as in why? Why is this podcast? Why is this, why is this yeah. podcast? Fundamentally and existentially. Well, I want... It's quite nice to sit down and have a chat now. It's nice to sit down. I wanted. Oh, it's good to sit down, isn't it? Right. Shall... I'll let you get your intro out of the way, and then I want to think, to, like think and talk about things which are good. <laughs> okay. Right. I mean, I feel like I was most of the way through the intro. Yeah, and then yeah. You... No, carry on. Okay. Is, is that allowed now? You've got you've got a <laughs> smile about you now, and that's normally a pleasant thing in a marriage, but not this one because that <laughs> just sort of it's a bit like is it semaphore that's the flags? It is. Or telegraph? Do you mean? No. It's telegraphing something. It te- no. Mm. It's like a semaphore, but both the flags have just got the word <laughs> piss written on them. Yeah. And so whichever... I used to work with somebody who knew semaphores. For a moment then, I thought you were going to say I used to work with somebody who had flags with the word piss written on them, and I was like, yeah, fair enough. Okay, but imagine <coughs> that being at half-mast. You could well, you could do that. We must lower the piss flag. Like, feasibly. What, you get, could get find some fabric and get the word piss, the written, word on piss written on it. Like when, it up a like when Paul had a birthday cake and got the company that made it to ice fuck the Pope on top mm, of it, mm, just to see if they would. Powerful. And they did. Mm. Uh, hosted by me, Guy Kelly. And me. I'm Kat. Hello. Kat Kelly, the wife in this husband and wife debacle. Yep. And uh, every week we read and review a Garfield comic strip. And um, we don't know. Really. Talk about well, no, nothing. Actually, we do review it sort of eventually. No, what we do is we—it's a very focused podcast. We sit down, we read out the comic, we analyze it forensically. We, we do. Go, we go about our separate ways. Well, and at no point are there digressions, flimflam, shilly shallying. There's no funny business, right. no monkey business. What are some good things? What are so some... you just said sitting down. Sitting down is a really good thing. Okay, bed is a good thing. I was literally about to say, I was going to say, I posit that the next the next thing up in the hierarchy of good things is bed as a um, concept and, and in, in principle and in practice. Cats, when they have a stretch and they look like a witch's familiar, they make that sort of little oh, arch. Oh, yeah. I also like when they do a long stretch where like their bums are in the air and their front legs are like right out in front of like them. Like a sort of yoga scenario. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah. Isn't that actually called a cat stretch in yoga or something? I think that's the downward dog. No, I think downward dog is when you make like a sort of upside down V with your body. No, that is. And then we just play this game for the next 45 minutes where I say something that isn't an upside and down I say V. Something that isn't, and then you say and, yeah. something that isn't that. And what are the rules? What are the rules? Is what it Ghostbusters 2? It's. it's, it's... It is Ghostbusters. Is it Ghostbusters too? What an incomprehensible start to a podcast! Like <laughs> again, no, normally this this 
has got a variety of different flavours and like, accessibility. I levels. like that we have so little respect for our audience that we just we just talk to each other with no regard for whether or not anyone will get what we're talking about. It's weirdly quite nice having the the focal point, the locus. If you is that is that a great use of the word locus? Yes. I'm assuming so. I'm gonna. I'll tell you. Well, the 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 focal point, the locus, the the microphone being between us. Oh, I see. Yes, the microphone is a nexus of mischief. A nexus of mischief. Yeah. yeah. That's a bit shit, D and D, isn't it? Oh, welcome to the nexus of mischief. I reach into my plus ten bag of naughty business and pull out Brabnar's whoopee cushion. It emits a real Bronx cheer and startles a dwarf. I would use Brabnar's whoopee cushion. You are Bragnar in this situation. I am not. You are Bragnar the infinitely gaseous. Bragnar the flatulent. <clears throat> Bragnar the flatulent. Mm. Uh, what are you? What have you prepared for today's show? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Um, and it's well, we can't be too long because I've got to go for a class a bit later. <laughs> well, tell us about your class. Let's I'm talk going about to an art class. A nudie class. Are you going to draw a bum? Is there going to no, be some? Not, is there going to be a man with his bum out and you're going to draw his bum? And no. there's going to be a bit where he picks up a penny and you've got to get, like, your jeweler's loop out to get every... You know what's really funny? I have done life drawing classes, um, and they're always very, very helpful. Um, and what's so interesting about a life drawing class is that, I mean, I'm, I'm as I, I believe we've previously discussed on this podcast, I find nudity a complete non-event. Like, everyone's just me when it comes down to it. Oh. Like, sometimes it's nice to look at... At me, if the meat, if the meat consents, but you know, I know this I'm is really, taking really, a turn. No, I'm, what I'm trying to do is to um, to say that there's there's something particularly strange I think about the way that we treat nudity in our culture, and we kind of make it very salacious, and you know, like mm. I think we're all a little bit puritan uptight in in the in you know the UK in particular. Um, whereas I've got I think a slightly more sort of Scandinavian approach, which is like I really don't care. In That's the nicest possible way. Again, so long, you know, this is obviously, you know, as long is, as everyone is consenting <clears throat> and all the rest of it, I literally really don't care. There's this nothing is one of the particularly many sexual about it. I Saunas like, don't care. This is why I, one of the many reasons I like Robocop and Starship Troopers, because in those films there are mixed sex changing rooms and people are topless men and women. There's no, like, lingering no gaze. Um, admittedly, like, everybody is sort of... <clears throat> Classically attractive, especially in Starship Troopers, but I guess that's sort of the point of Starship Troopers as well. Yeah, I think and there's in, something else going on there and in, as well. And in, in both films, it's it. I, I I don't know if this is reading too much into it. I think there's something by stripping away sexiness. It's an additional comment on how both the machine of the military and the machine of the police dehumanizes. Yes, I was about to say. I think there's something else going on there. It's not like the kind of um, a asexuality with a little a i'm not referring to it as as in the sexuality of a person who is asexual um i mean um like of, of like a sauna in finland for example where like men and women will just go in and it's it's just sauna you just, literally no one cares but yeah that's that's always been sort of my i just can't bring myself to care <laughs> and the um the um i think the life drawing class um is like a classic example of that where like some people like who are new to life drawing, they're like, oh, but there's someone nude standing in front of you. Like, yeah, you don't get, you're literally just looking at a figure. You're looking at a form. You're trying to capture what's in front of you in the same way that you would if you were drawing an apple or a banana or a pear. Right, what? Obviously respecting, you know, the, um, uh, there's a lot of respect for the model, you know, for the time that they've given up and, you know, the, the, rest the inherent of, yeah, human and the, dignity. And the, the, the human dignity of it, you know, and, and like, no, but that's the thing. It just becomes like a kind of, it's not like a job, but, you know, for them, it's a job. 
and you're just you're literally just drawing a person. Okay, it's, right. You know, so it's what, not salacious. What in if any their way. bum and it would was be weird? If it was what if their bum was funny? Like if the crack of their bum, rather than being straight down, was at a solid forty five degrees, like a like that a forward. Be funny. That'd just be like. Have you seen a doctor? I mean, what are doctors going to do? Get like a big Phillips screw or a big flathead screwdriver and just screw like screw the bum. Well, maybe the bum's like, not been screwed on properly. Is that what that is? Yeah. Is that how the bum's attached? I don't know. What, I I just don't quite know. Well, no. Imagine the, imagine a pair of bum cheeks, right? I mean, but so right. Of, so what you're fundamentally saying here is, if someone has a physical difference, in oh how my they god, appear, and it's like, well, no, you just no, draw them anyway. I, no, no, but but what you've said is just so outrageous. Nobody has a bum crack at 45 degrees. I reckon somewhere out there someone's got a 45 degree and they don't know what, like they're sitting on a gold mine, quite literally. Like, like a press tour. What are you on about? They'd go on, I've been, I've been in a really funny mood all day. Have, I don't know you? if I've had too much coffee. You've had too much coffee. I don't That's know, what I, this is. It might not be. You've it, had too much coffee today. It might today. be that I'm all hopped up on having taken tilt shift photographs of a train. Have you, have you had your pills so, today? Yes, of course. That's why there's no noses on the microphone. Oh, right. Okay. Again, a very um, inaccessible thing to say on a recorded <laughs> there's no medium. The there's microphone. no noses on the microphone, so I've taken my pills. Mm. Isn't it supposed to be quite rude to ask people if they've taken their pills? Possibly, but not if you're their wife and have a long and protracted history of trying to trying to hold everything you know together project management wise jesus christ and if your husband is saying like i'm in a funny mood i've had too much coffee this might be one of those rare occasions where i I just pause the recording and and send you off to your art class (laughs) for for being a ding dong what else have you brought to this podcast today other than being rude, generally. That wasn't rudeness. I mean, I don't think that was rudeness. Well, I suppose it's kind of death of the author if you say something that you don't think is rude, and yet it is perceived by somebody as it being incredible. It wasn't rude. a dig at you, though. It was an explanation of my feelings. I think that's hand waving. I think that's. Um, I think that's trying to deploy a get out of jail free card. I think if you say something rude and say, "Oh, my feeling," well, you've you've. You've I still don't think been that's rude. That's what I was doing, though. You're not. I think it was a, like a legitimate and kindly meant question. Kindly. Mm. Oh, oh, right. With the did you take your meds yeah. thing, but no, I'm talking about the additional bit of rudeness that came after that. Not the have you taken the meds. I don't think that was rude, but I'll well, take I, I that know, on board. I know board. you don't think that. That's that's why we're having. Because if you thought this was rude, none of this back and forth, this whimsical repartee would be happening. You'd just be like, yeah, that was rude. I'd be like, yeah, that was rude. And then we just spend the next 45 minutes saying, yeah, that was rude. Your tea and is going to spill. My tea is not going to sp- Oh, my God. Keep your nose out. Look, it's, fu- it's fine. Oh, no. It, no. Nibble tea. No, oh, no. It, it, I, I know full well what I'm doing with this tea, and it's fine. And now that I've said that, if I do spill it, then you can laugh mm. at me. I've been in a bit of a funny mood today. Have you? Do you know what it was? I had a... Um... Uh, this is absolutely interminable document that I've been doing at work. Um, and it's been going on for ages and ages and ages. And then someone who was not available for a long time just has come in and put notes all over it. And I'm like, but you weren't there. Like, you weren't there to hear any of the conversations that explained why we put this in. And This now, sounds like Siegfried Sassoon complained to his editor. A little bit. Do you, <laughs> do you, I don't know. <laughs> You know I, mean, I thought like, you were going to chuckle at that rather than just agree. Like, yeah, this is like a war poet complaining that, <laughs> that the editor wasn't in the trenches. 
<laughs> I mean, I was being slightly facetious, of course. But, okay. but do you know what I mean, though? It's just like, and I just looked at all of these edits and I just, honestly, this afternoon, well, it was about like quarter to 12 and I just sort of looked at this swathe of correct, like corrections in inverted commas. Yes. And it was like, you weren't even there. You didn't understand the conversations that we had around this. You just come in and gone, meh, 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 meh. Mm. and put comments everywhere and i'm like but it was real kind of frisbee the laptop out of the window oh moment. when you said frisbee the i thought you were going to be like frisbee the magic dog no. and it's like it's just a, a nice little spaniel called frisbee whose oh, power is to sweet. leap into the air and spin round and around and around and around oh, no, presumably that. the enemy of like boomerang the cat no i just i've just been it's just been one of those days i, I literally i just i just closed my laptop and went out for a little bit of a run because I was just like, I just can't. I just cannot. I absolutely cannot. Um, yeah, the whole business has just been... And it's put me in a bit of a, like, uh, mood. Oh, no. What better bit, moods to generate an hour's worth of entertainment for, tired. for people who listen to this? Just Well, you know, I think it's important to bring the dark as well as the light. You know, you don't have, like, ups without downs. You don't have... Garfield without Odie. You don't have, you know. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Go and paint a man's bottom. Good grief. We're not doing life drawing. I don't care. Go and, pa- painting. Go and paint a man's bottom. Well, regardless. Yeah. Just uh, find a random yeah, but, man and paint his bottom. No, but wouldn't that be a good use of like however much this painting course costs? Every single yeah, day, actually, whatever yeah. you, whatever <laughs> is in front of you, like oh, today we're doing landscapes, today we're doing still life, and just your every is a bottom. Every single no, 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 oh, no, right. no. Okay. no. You'll you'll find out if you let me tell you, because if you if you just like interject with what you think I'm going to say, it's useless. You are in a funny mood. Well, no, but I, like just I was going to say a thing, and you were like, oh, that's what if something entirely no, it's different. Because I was having fun joining in. That's not joining in. That's taking my thing away from me. And going like, well, it's mine now because I've put a beak on it. What I was saying is, you take you you take these classes. They say today we're painting this. It's a bowl of fruit, or a bowl of flowers, or a bowl of like landscape, or whatever. And you just paint a bottom on your. You've got your easel and your canvas. And every single day, without fail, regardless of what's in front of you, regardless of what you're supposed to be working on or working from, you just paint an increasingly elaborate bottom. So the person running the class has no option but to say, I can see that your work has been improving. Because week on week, the bottom that you're painting, like there's a more interesting interplay between light and shade. There's some texture work coming I see, in. I see where you're going with this. And so but you, I like my original idea better, which is that you paint on a bottom. Directly onto directly a bottom. Directly onto a bottom. Well, I suppose you could use that as a kind of printing press. So once you've painted it onto a bottom, then to sit they there. then sit like, on the canvas. Have you ever seen those... Um, the butthole pictures. No, like, you know when they're um, doing printing on ceramics and things? Oh, the boob. Yeah. The boob. Like, yes. that presses down I, onto a, the ink and then presses into the bowl. It'd be, it'd be a bit like that. The what, the, Mr. Jones Watches, a watch company that I own some watches of, they occasionally post videos from their workshop, and they have a boob. Where it picks up the ink they on the boob the dial. and then boobs onto the dial. Oh, the ones where it's the inside of a bowl and the boob oh, just fits fills the inside yeah. of the bowl and then sort of. Boop, 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 boop. I find that very satisfying. Yeah, how, like, does it, like how that, is it so precise when it wobbles? Well, I suppose it doesn't wobble because you're applying even pressure. Yeah, I guess. And then you're it pulling really it back wobble. up. So it's only a vertical wobble, isn't it? It's not a, a horizontal or a wobble. wobble, as I believe they're called. That's the kind of Pokemon. I should know that. That's called a vobble because I was interviewed by Desh Beagle <laughs> within the last week. How? I don't understand that segue. Well, vobble. It's vobble. a German wobble. 
Oh, for crying out loud. What? What? No, I can say that now. I know you can, but it's not a German wobble. You're a German wobble. Your mum's a German wobble. My mother's a saint! <laughs> It's in a very funny mood today. It's, a, we? it's, a, like, it's, it's a, like a kind of slightly belligerent energy in the room. No, the, we're both the, a bit a bit fractious. What, Maybe I, it's the weather. What I was going to say is there's a different kind of antagonism. <laughs> there's normally like some base level of horseshit being applied. But today it feels like, I don't know, maybe we're coming at it in different directions. Maybe. I'm very like, tired. And as you I can see, wo- I'm very small and have no and have money. No money. Yeah. I woke up very sleepy this morning to the point can where I... have I'm, a sip of your tea, please? Geez, I should have got some Would you like some tea? No, I wouldn't like... Yes, of course you can. Thank you. No, I don't want it's any tea. It's like after like five o'clock. I woke up knackered to the point where I put just like an hour and 15 minutes in my calendar for nine o'clock. My work calendar just marked it as busy with the idea of being like, I'm going to see if I can go back to sleep for a bit. Obviously that didn't work because Burp and the Cat walked up and down mm. on top of me and, you know... No, no rest maybe of the week. Maybe that's why. Maybe we both got out of the wrong side of bed this morning. I think so. Maybe that's it. I find that a very useful phrase. Getting out of the wrong side of bed. But like just describing a low level mard. Mm. I feel like I've got a bit of a face on today and I'm you not sure. You do quite have a sure bit of why. a face on, though. Yeah. Do you know what I mean, though? I, once again, I'm brought back to the phrase a face like a robber's dog. I do not have a face like a robber's dog. That's yeah, well, very no, rude. I didn't say you did. I'm just saying that I am. I, I'm not pointing my. I'm just unfolding my legs, which I'm allowed to do in my own home. You would um, not kick me while you do. I didn't kick. Oh my god! I'm not touching you. You could. I figure, like, actually, if I do that, that you'll probably hit me. I will get <laughs> like, mad. You, yeah, I, I will think, get mad. Is the thing. I will you, have to write. Hold, if you hold your face, your hand an inch from my face and say, "I'm not touching you," you can't get mad. I absolutely you, you will, will get, get mad, mad, and I'll have to write in the paper that you got mad. Uh, yes. Please yeah. do write in the paper. So I've got two avenues of conversation we could talk about. One I don't think we've touched on. And this just came well, to me. Well, I mean, we can talk about Garfield. I don't want to. Okay. Neither do you. Not really, no. Have we talked about my idea for a Muppet James Bond film? We might have done. Well, on, I mean, we have. The... We, I don't know if we've talked about it on this podcast. No. So I'd like to talk about a Muppet James Bond film. Okay, we'll this, add that this, to the this, agenda. This came up on stream earlier today. And I, I'd already had like a set of ideas that I want to work with. And a couple of people on stream came up with some genuinely good additions that I'm delighted by. And so now I don't know whether I should email my agent and be like, hi, you know, I don't really get much work for you guys. Could you put me in touch with Disney and whoever owns the rights to Bond? I think it's 20th Century Fox. I'd like to do something to both of their franchises, please. Because I genuinely think it would work. I mean, it's an adaptation of a book. Such as your Treasures Island and your Christmas is Carol. Yeah, but they still like traditionally children's stories. I don't think James Bond is a children's story. Did you ever watch James Bond Junior, the cartoon? Was that a real thing? James Bond Junior. Yeah, it was about young James Bond getting up to adventures. What a cartoon! That was like a themed. Are you thinking of like young Sherlock Holmes and or young Indiana Jones, which were both things? No, I'm thinking Those were of live action. I'm thinking of. James Bond... They weren't... Were they live-action? I'm sure one of them was, yeah. I'm thinking of James Bond Jr., which was a cartoon. Was really, how come I have never heard of this thing? Well, I, Look it up for me. I'm, well, what... Okay. Put it well, on the internet. F- fill, fill in some time, please. Well, it's all right, because we've got a really nice sound of you typing. James Bond Jr. Good Lord. There he is. James Bond Jr. is an American animated television series based on Ian Fleming's James Bond franchise. Follows the adventures of James Bond nephew, James Bond Jr., See? And there he is, doing his, um, they've got little I have faces. seen that before. He, he fought some, you know, blokes and that. 
He's that got looks all... ridiculous. I, I, I tell you what, though, his shoes are fucking wicked. His shoes wicked. are really good. They're really uh, look, good. he's throwing a hat. He's probably the man who throws a hat. Yeah. There's Jaws. He's back again. This time in he's, pog form. He's got a hat. Oh, wow. That's racist. Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Wow. I've only just seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, that's really right. Right. If, do, yeah. do not look this up, people, because there is an incredibly offensive racial caricature. It's, it's on the quite right Sax Roma, isn't it? It's, oh, my yeah. God. Little bit. Oh, no. L- little bit. That's a big one. It's, that's, 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 hello, welcome to That's a Big One. It's the Sorty 70s game show. Uh, behind a door, it's either a big racism or a humongous dong. Uh, either way, a housewife is delighted. Um, Bourbon you must is, always change your guess. Bourbon is now on the table. Oh, very good. Bourbon is now on the table and Hi. having a yawn. Yawning at us. Hello. Um, does, that, does that apply for yawn cast? Or does yawn cast rules apply when it's a cat yawning? I think it does, but it's going to be a yawn. Bourbon, do not start. Oh no, he's going to start bumping against the. No, because he's going to bump against the micro. Oh, that's okay, because people will know it's a kitty. I mean, it'll still sound. It'll still sound like like a microphone being bumped. So, yes, Dominic Cooper. Oh, he's cheering me up. Dominic Cooper. Um, was he in Preacher? Preacher, yes. Yes, He he played Jesse Custer in the. Amazon the eponymous preacher. of preacher. Yes, uh, he plays James Bond. Does he? In my Muppets, James in your Muppets, Bond. James I Bond, do. Right. Um, oh, I can sort of see that. Because he's 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 very handsome. He's got a bit. <laughs> is he of... good at playing straight to a? I th- like I a think so. I, I think of... he's got good comedy chops to him, and yeah. I think he'd be able to play straight against it as well. Well, you'd have to play straight. Oh, of course, you? like it Michael Caine, work. like that yeah, film would be ruined work. if he was like, "Oh, cool, blimey! You're only supposed to keep the bloody Muppets on." Hey. Hello, I'm Michael Caine. My politics are toilet, as I'd well you imagine. Hey! You're turning into the... Um, the Lombard, the Lombard direct. direct little cartoon. Do you want to steal some gold from Italy? Call 0800 to 15,000. <laughs> you were only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. Was that Richard Ayoade, or does that just sound a bit like Richard Ayoade? I Iowadi? think it's Richard Ayoade doing his um, andenoidal nerd in the IT crowd. Oh, hello, Bourbon. So, Miss Piggy obviously plays Miss Money Piggy. Yeah, I can see that. Oh, Jamesy. Yeah. You've got Kermit M. Frog. Okay, I can see that, but how do you get Kermit in like most of the scenes is the thing. You'd have to have Kermit as like a kind of Either coming... another age. Oh, Bourbon has just put his little heat up on my leg. Because um, you can't have him in only one scene. No, but he might appear on such as gadgets or like cut between shots or I suppose you'd, you'd have to have him having like a much bigger you have Beaker and Dr. Bunsen oh, Honey Q yes of course of yes. course yeah uh, the, the enemies of course in this are the agents or, or rather the, an organisation called the Great Gonzo um, G-O-N-Z oh yeah. in the same way that Spectre yeah, was a the, thing yeah. um, I've decided that Gonzo's plan initially masquerading as a um Peter-like animal saviour type thing. P-E-T-A. Oh, that that lot, yeah. I was thinking of the name then, yeah. Um, So, pretending to be an an animal rights organisation, only what he wants to do is just to have all the world's chickens. Wow. On on his base. Take take them all to his base. His base... This is rapidly becoming un- even more unsettling. His base yeah. is a volcano lair with his face carved into like the side. Of it. Oh, it's shaped like Gonzo. Obviously, um, there is unfortunately a mole in MI Five. It's a literal mole. It's Rizzo it? the rat, pretending to be a mole. Like it would be really funny if Rizzo the rat had like a like a pair of like dark glasses, like dark glasses. on or something to pretend to be a mole. 
Uh, I think Pepe the Brawn and Sweetums would both be henchmen. Pepe the Brawn in the sort of like uh, scientist, like oh, and then Sweetums as a kind of um, a hat spinning. Who who threw the hat? Who's the man that threw Odd the hat? Job? Odd job, yes. Odd Who? job. I I don't know. I find, I feel that Pepe the Prawn is too um, subversive to be a henchman. Oh no, but like a henchman in the sense of like he's the scientist that runs the bit that tries to cut James Bond in half with a laser. I don't know. I, I um, I'm not sure about that casting. I believe Statler and Waldorf would be government ministers. Heckling. And so yeah. yes, and so what happens mm. is uh, James Bond causes I don't know a variety of explosions. Is brought in to explain himself to Q and a couple of government ministers. Like, well, when we gave you the license to kill, we didn't want you to kill our budget. <laughs> yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah, I can sort of um, see it. Somebody in the chat pointed out that Gonzo's full name could be Ernst Gonzo Bluefelt. Catherine is making. Such a face, but isn't Bluefelt? It's very good. It very, is very, very, very good. good. It's very good. Um, I figure that Gonzo's um, volcano hideaway, uh, obviously it has the nose. The nose then sort of straightens out to become a runway for his jets to fly yeah. out and then yeah. curls back down. Yeah. Uh, presumably Sam the Eagle is the Felix-type character. Yes, he would be. Um, meeting up with a um, spy who's in disguise as a Swedish chef. Or, yeah. a, or a member of the Swedish uh, intelligence agency who is undercover as a chef. Yeah. Theme music, obviously, by Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. Yeah. There would be some grapes, maybe? <laughs> With a key plot drop? Yeah. yeah. Maybe that would be, like, one of, one of the I really invention- like really, really like the Muppets singing fruit and vegetables. The Muppets singing fruit and vegetables. Maybe that could be one of, one of Q's inventions. We've taught these grapes to, <laughs> to sing. To yeah. We've just taught these grapes to sing. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that. Millions of pounds of government budgets. And it's like, yeah, we just taught a grape to sing. I'd like that. Actually. Oh, it would be better than what they're spending things on at the minute. Am I right? Oh, so tune in next week for more in-depth, insightful, oh, satirical analysis of past six on Radio 4. Guy is sort of waggling his glasses around a little bit like how Eric Morecambe did, but... To denote radio for comedy. Mm. Yeah. Imagine how bland and milk taste you'd have to be to get on Radio 4 now. You're oh now. Well, I was gonna say you're saying this knowing full well I've performed comedy on Radio no, 4. No, now I mean. And I was about to say how I don't, there's probably some stuff, we just don't listen to it. Well, I listen to Radio 4. Do you? Yeah. Is there any good comedy on it? Not really, no. Okay then. Some what's um what was that? They're like the I mean, even the news quiz these days. I thought you like, say even the news, like you fundamentally misunderstood no. the point of that organ. Well, no, even the news quiz is no longer like a, you know, I mean, I'm sorry I haven't a clue used to, used to be quite worth listening to, but, yeah, I just, I don't know, it's just a bit, oh, God, am I just getting boring and old, probably? Potentially, yeah. yeah. Maybe. Maybe. What else were you going to talk about? I like your Muppets idea. I, re- I really genuinely nice really yeah, like that. I think that's quite a nice idea. Um, it's either that or the sort of Muppets, um, what's the word? Uh, Passion of the Christ. Wow. Um, with, well, no, because, listen... Muppet Christmas Carol takes place in a world where Muppets and humans coexist. Which in, in, and it's Christmas. And, so and a Christmas there must takes be a Muppet place. Jesus. Wait, well, not necessarily a Muppet Jesus, but that implies a Jesus. And unless the Muppets like burst into the scene in Victorian London, like one day people woke up and there were Muppets, and everyone was like, "Well, yeah, that's ha- that's fine, whatever." Like in The Witcher. Did, is that a Witcher? 
Not Muppets. I was going to say, because I'd have noticed that. <laughs> Which are Muppets? Fuck. Geralt, just as Geralt, but oh. like as Henry Cavill as Geralt. But uh, everyone had, uh, yeah, but we've, we've got a bit of a Just like having the, to deal with a town full of Muppets. Yay! <laughs> oh, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> I would watch that. That would be fucking incredible. Anyway. Um, Mr. Geralt, I refuse to have you in my presence a moment longer. Yeah. <laughs> um, someone make it happen. Um... <laughs> Oh, yeah, so like in The Witcher, I think in the backstory, it's like, you know, there was a big conjunction of dimensions or realities oh. or something. And that's how all of the. Um, that's how Poland. That's how going. all of the Eastern European fairy tale shit got put in and the elves and all the rest of it. Is that so? And, yeah, something like that. It's not the backstory. I've to read it. the books and I never picked. Or maybe I've only read the first two or three. I've read all of them. I'm mm. pretty sure that's it. It's something like that, yeah. And then um, there's a lot of politics involved. And that's well, like why The Witchers came to be, because like they were. Um, you know, they sort of were, they developed and were developed themselves and all the rest of it to fight all of these sudden uh-huh. monsters that turned up. Well, I was just thinking of like Dismas and Gestus played by Statler and Waldorf as they're on the cross next to Christ and human Christ saying, forgive them, Lord, for wow. they know not what they do. And Dismas, the, a Statler. Now, now, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Just, no, I don't wait, think... just take this, take this out and look at it before you say it. I don't think anybody knows what they're doing these days. And then Gestus says, well, that's government for you. <laughs> right now. Wow. What? The burning bush or... Hey, everybody, it's me, Kermit D. God here. The burning bush was like an Old Testament thing. That's nothing to do with Jesus. Well, like if we're doing Muppet Bible, which we are, the whole Bible. of Muppet Bible. Right, okay. Just loads of Muppets drowning in, in the flood. In the beginning, there was the word, and the word Two was versions. business. Are you going to do like both of the versions of the creation story? Yes. So in one of them, there's just like a horrible, gory scene where you know a rib is plucked from a muppet. And well, another... don't don't make this into "Don't hug me, I'm scared." In You're another... the one that's being all like, "Oh, what if Alice in Wonderland was a bit dark?" Well, it's the source material, my dude. Source material. Yeah, like the like whole a, like the source a, material. Like as a in ketchup. Like, no, as in Bible. Yeah, I know. You know, there's literally two origin stories. Have you read in, through in Genesis? Robert Crumb's illustrated book of Genesis that we've got upstairs. I have actually, because, yes. Because, like, rather good. Eve has got some bum going on in that. It's Robert Crumb, isn't it, though? It's Robert Crumb. Right, everyone is very, it going is very thick and he, chunky. He likes a muff. He does, is why he not? Is. Yep. He's a, I've got a friend Deep who respect. gave him a piggyback, or rather, someone I know gave him a piggyback. Oh. I, I think we don't talk enough to, to warrant the, the appellation of friendship. Acquaintance. Yeah, an acquaintance who gave Robert Crumb a piggyback. Appellation? Not like the mountains, but Designation? Like some, no, no, appell- appellation. Appellation is, is more of a name. Is it? Yeah, I think I, th- I thought it was a mountain range. You could have epithet. Oh, the, that's the Appalachians. Oh, Appalachians. Yeah. I thought, and then we're back to that upside down V. What again. are the rules? What are the rules? Mm. So that's my Muppet idea for James Bond. I think um, it's quite good. Original, the character do not steal. Yeah. Um, TM, TM, TM. Genuinely, I think that would be good. I think that would be funny. I think you could you could make... In the same way that Lego yeah. Batman is a genuinely good Batman story, it is as well as a it fun a good Lego story. thing. Like yeah. it's it's got the right beats yeah. and the right characterization to be a good Batman story, Haven't as well as being funny. The animated series in a long time. I that was a good cartoon. I really want. Like I watched. Most, Has it held up? Yeah. yeah really? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? I watched, oh, I might watch it again. I've I've watched watched a bunch of it a little while ago. It's fucking great. I watched some of the Robert Pattinson Batman. And it's beautifully shot. It's like it's is good. Is it like nine hours long? It's about three hours long. <laughs> it's it is good. No one needs three I, hours of Robert Pattinson. 
No, he's quite good at it. Like, I, I enjoyed it. It was good fun. Has he just gone hell for there leather? Was some, bat shit, bat shit. Hey, there were some interesting ideas. It was well presented. Some genuinely beautiful shots. Who's the bad guy in it? Um, you, Is it Batman it's the himself? Oh, it's the Riddler. Yes. So it's Batman himself. Yeah. Well, again, a, the, the Grant Morrison idea that, that Gotham yes. City is a machine that builds Batman. But and it keeps getting all it wrong. Of the, all of the yeah. failures are his enemies. That's a lovely idea. I like that. So, Which is a, what I like so much about that idea is that it's a manifestation of narrative and literary technique. It's taking um, a kind of, um, yeah, a, a, a bit of lit grit mm. and turning it into something tangible. There's a Catwoman in it. Oh, there's something in that. Mm. Turning, oh, I need to write that down because that's something that I might write about for my dissertation. Welcome to Catherine Has to Write Something Down podcast. First of all, she needs to press no, the no, back no, of the... No, 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 no. What I do you mean, know. no, 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 no? Ah, I know you're trying to talk well, I am... to keep people interested. But... Yes, but well, this is now very fraught because if I'm quiet, then you're quiet and then it's really bad radio. But if if I'm talking, then you can't think what you're writing down and then it's bad ideas. And now I don't know what to do. I hope... Oh, where's my pencil gone? Where's a mechanical pencil? Where's that gone? This isn't a question for you. This is more a question for me. Um, listeners, write in. Where's my mechanical pencil gone? It was on this table. Oh, was I using it for something? I don't know. I also don't know how long Catherine's going to be There we writing. go. Thank you. Thank you very much. My superpower kicked in. Well, your superpower ignoring me. Ignoring your husband No, it's not. it's not ignoring you. It's a, when, I'm, um, when someone is talking, but I'm focusing on something else. So... You've got, the, uh, your, you've got your Batman. I prefer to call it that because auditory dysfunction just sounds You've worse. got your Riddler. Yes. There's a Catwoman, though. Oh, is there a Catwoman? Um, the Penguin is in there. Oh. Oswald Cobblepot as a sort of seedy underground nightclub owner. Which was it Donna DeVito who was the Penguin in the 80s? In the Tim Burton. Oh, one. he was brilliant. Yeah, it was no, fucking I, great. I don't... Was he... No one can top that, surely. Well, well it's it's played very it's differently. It's just different, yeah. What, so I, I enjoyed... Tim Burton was like... I enjoyed the... Um, what of that Pat- Pattinson, Pattinson, one that I saw, I enjoyed. I'd like to finish watching it. However, what it made me really, really want is a Coen Brothers Batman film with the mm. aesthetics of Batman the Animated mm. Series. Mm. A kind of, like, time and place that's a cross between the 40s, the 20s, and now with Art Deco architecture. Everyone wearing hats. I was about to say hats. that Art Deco has become almost synonymous with Batman. Yeah, hasn't everyone it? wearing like hats and Macintoshes. Yeah. Rain a lot. Like that sort of late eighties, very early nineties kind of stuff. Like that Dick Tracy film with yep. Mar- ah yes. What's her name? Madonna. What? Madonna was in Dick Tracy. I don't know if I've seen the Dick Tracy film. It's not massively, Fair but enough. then they did like a remake of The Shadow, didn't That's... they? And that kind of that kind of aesthetic of like a nineteen thirties radio drama transported into an Art Deco setting was very much in in the late 80s. That's a way to cheat at life drawing. What is? Dick Tracy. (laughs) You're smiling. I win. (laughs) Is there like a category of dad jokes that are too naughty to be dad jokes? Uncle jokes. That's an uncle joke that you just told them. That was an uncle joke. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, I'm delighted. I'm genuinely so pleased. <laughs> oh, well, that's just done now, isn't it, really? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, Batman the Animated Series. <laughs> 
me off. Set you off. Just the notion yeah. of Dick Tracy. Yeah. Um, but no, like a Coen Brothers with a kind of dark comedy <clears throat> edge to it. I know we've discussed Superman on this podcast oh, before. Yes. Just want to, I want to quickly touch My on issues so with the DC oeuvre when, at the moment. When the Joker film <clears throat> was being trailed. Mm. And like, by the way, that's a film that I watched and was so cross that I'd wasted my time. I've never bothered. It's, that film already yeah. exists, and it's um, not the jerk. That's a Steve Martin Falling film. Down? No or network. Which one? Was no, it? no, 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 no. It's no? um, it's it Is was it a film. With, with... It was Devito. It's a cross between Taxi Driver and that film where he wants to be a comedian, and so he kidnaps a famous comedian, and it's not the jerk because that is a Steve Martin film. Um, do you mean Joker as in like the one that everyone was all like, oh, what's what's his name? He's got a funny name. You can't say that. It's Joaquin Phoenix. No, that's it. That's why. But you can't say that. Well, no, because it's not like a sta- It's not like a kind of a name don't, that you'd encounter in everyday society. Don't don't be rude about films. I'm not being I'm not being rude about films. It's just not an easily rememberable name. An easily rememberable King of Comedy. That's the one. Uh, King of Comedy is a film where I think it is. Um, Oh, not Jack Nicholson. What's he called? Old Glumpus Saint Bum. Uh, he does face like this. What's his name? Robert De Niro. That's oh, it. Right. Um, yeah, he wants to become a comedian, and I think he kidnaps uh, a talk show host because he wants to become a comedian. Right. So, like, so that was basically it. They it's just cr- remade it, it badly. Well, a cross between King of Comedy, Taxi Driver, and probably a couple of other things. Mm. The, the best bit in The Joker was where he goes to visit, for some reason, a young Bruce Wayne who is child on the Wayne family manor. He's playing in a, in a treehouse, and he gets out of the treehouse by sliding down a pole. That's the best bit, because of the 1960s. That's literally it. That's the, it annoyed me. However, when the Joker was being trailed, I had an idea for like a comic sketch, like a, a, a comedic, a humorous whimsy. A 6.30 Radio 4 sketch. Of three minutes. A, fil- a filmed sketch. A that filmed I, that sketch. I wish I'd done because I've got... The, a filmed radio sketch. I could have made the costume for it because I had all the stuff. And it was going to be like a series of scenes um, of a man uh, hosting a pub quiz and being shouted down, mm. going to a bank and like... You know, asking for money for his escape room and the bank teller being all like, oh, Mr. Nigma, I'm afraid you just don't have, you know, we, we, we're not going to lend you this money. And I intercut with, uh, like, sewing question marks onto a green suit mm. and like, this mm. summer, question everything. And I thought it would be funny to be like, oh, what if a really dark version of the Riddler? And then uh, Robert Pattinson, then son, 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 the Riddler is like a pervert in a series of Hessian banks who does a bit of jigsaw-type serial killing. Not serial killing in the sense of, like, I'll, I'll put you in a big clockwork Is egg. he... Is he... Um, so the, the, one, the Riddler is a foil to Batman because he's as clever as Batman, but unhinged. There's nothing to tether him. There's nothing to tether him. He's, he's, he's unchained in a way that, you know, that's one of the things... When it's handled well, Batman's iron self-control is an integral and interesting part of the character when it's handled poorly they don't explore the fact that iron doesn't bend Mm. that if you hit it hard enough it shatters and that's interesting when it's applied to that character but i think they've forgotten that in Mm. some of the manifestations we should so but do they is is riddler an appropriate foil in that sense? Or is it like they've just taken one element of the character, not really understood it, and then just shoved it onto the big screen in a way that they have with, say, for example, Mm -hmm. another massive DC 
property that has had several films recently where they've done something like are, that. Are you talking about Superman? I'm talking about Superman again. Yes, yes. I absolutely am. It really makes me cross. It makes it me very so cross. Good. It could, it could be, so be a good. great film. There was a great bit in The Boys um, <coughs> mirroring, you know, that scene that there's a very famous Superman panel. I think it's from All Star Superman, where, like, in amongst doing his world saving, he finds a young woman on a roof preparing to take her own life and he talks it down. I've seen that, yes. Um, there's a, yeah. a wonderful subversion of that in The Boys, where Homelander, the sort of Superman stand in, what if Superman naughty? Um, He's talking to someone, it's like, well, you've been chosen today. You're the one that I save. And because of the way the superhero thing is run, it's all run as a business. They clearly have like a roster of, oh, it's it's this time of year where Homelander is due to go and rescue this one person. And um, she decides that she doesn't want to, but then Homelander, I don't know, makes her jump or something like that. And it's, you know, oh, the the boys is a good show. It's... Yeah, I I can't watch it. No, there's lots of... um, There's a lot of violence against women, which I can't watch. Um, but yeah, so the question was genuinely interesting in your answer. Is is the Riddler in the Pattinson Batman a good Riddler? It's a very different Riddler than what we've seen. The riddles that he poses are quite what if piss? What what if piss? Ooh, naughty. Um, I don't know. I I don't think I can answer that. I'd like to watch it with you. I'm happy to like re rent <sighs> it and. Oh, three sit, hours though. Sitting and watching a film with your husband. No, I'd love to do that, oh. but it's just three hours. Well, I'm not sure like, I could cope with three we, hours. We could of... split it over two days. Yeah, we I could so. get a catheter fitted. Like it's Oh, sitting and watching a film. Oh no. The, the, not watching a film. It's, it's just like you went straight for that rather than what was clearly the exasperation, which was the thought of spending three hours watching Robert Pattinson on the big screen. He's good in it. He's not just Twilight. No, I know. Strikes me as a man. Is, is this because of something I've read? Who would like eat a bowl of dry pasta and think that that's food? Probably. Yeah. I don't know. There's something of the kind of ethereal himbo <laughs> to him that I, <laughs> that I really appreciate. Probably. Yeah. I'm just mindful of the time. I know. We should talk about Garfield. No, we, what? We've only been going for forty one. Yeah, minutes. I know. But we're only gonna. This is only gonna have to. This can only be like a fifty minute podcast. What time do you need to leave? I need to get start thinking about going at about twenty past. 25%. What? That's absolute not. What time do you need to get there? I need to get there at quarter two. It's going to take me a little while to find a bicycle, and then I need to cycle up. Find I need to go to, a bicycle. I need to go to the loo before I've set off. I'll go on the way. No, the, look, I've got a sense of time. I know what time I need to start doing stuff. It, it feels like you actually like considered the concept of going on the way, of like getting on your bike and just <laughs> like a mouse leaving a little trail of piddle as you. <laughs> as you ride down there. And I'd just like to point that out, that you're exasperated. No! Suggested a woman who'd, who'd thought that that was a sincere suggestion from me. And I, I don't know if you need to interrogate. No, no, I don't. No. Because I'm, I'm not sure I would make that as a serious suggestion. No, you wouldn't make it as a serious suggestion, but on the flip side of that coin is that you wouldn't listen to the response. I did listen to your response. Yes, and then you drew attention to it and said, oh, you you considered that as a serious suggestion. I was like, no, I didn't. Well, why else would... Like, no! I'm not going to wee on a bicycle! <laughs> well, someone's not going to make much money in the, in the German nightclubs. Uh, well, that's true. That's true. Oh, no, turning a bike upside down and then using your hands with the pedals to really spin the wheel fast and then weeing on it and all the weird go everywhere. I'm glad that's not what money is. No, but, like, that was a famous Viz cartoon... Was it? Was it a cartoon? No, I think it was like a, a you know, one of those famous, not famous, but you know, it was like a, a one of their pretend products. 
was like the D the D clogginator or something. Where it's just like basically oh, an, upside, an upside down bicycle with a brush on it for cleaning cleaning, cleaning your, your bum. bum. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I can see. I get getting your getting your winnets polished. Your winnets. Yeah, I think that's what it was. A winnet yeah. remover. A winnet yeah. remover. I'm, I'm very glad that you're here to to ensure that the tone is at a consistent level throughout the recording yes. of the podcast. Yes, that's my job. Attaining any. Specific like lofty highs or lows. Hey, um, this isn't going to really work for the podcast, uh, but I can do this. <laughs> Should you? Yeah. Hello. Get out of my swamp. Yeah, guys, just put two fake croc swamp ears in his ears. Fake, <laughs> fake croc swamp ears. I'm really tired. What are they, Catherine? They're like little Shrek things for crocs. They're little Shrek things for crocs. I called um, my brother. Ooh, that was quite a. Uh, you shouldn't and put them in your ears. Should yeah, put them in your ears. Well, I'm not going to like clap my hands on them. I'm, I was aware of where <laughs> they were. Um, I called my brother about this. The man one, where one of his exes had previously said, "You talk about Shrek more than anyone I've ever met," um, and asked him, "Like, do you have any Crocs?" He said, "Yes, I've got two pairs. I've got a green pair and a black pair, a and my pair. and my girlfriend." Bought me some sh- Shrek ears for that. <laughs> I was like, "Oh God damn it!" Well, do you want? Do you want some extra Shrek ears for your black ones so you can wear them for like formal occasions, for like funerals <laughs> and that, with your your respectful black Crocs and a pair of Shrek ears on them? Nice. I've never in my life considered buying a pair of Crocs. Same here. I'm sure they're a very practical shoe, especially for Are doing you? things like putting the washing out. You know, can you just slip them on and off? Are but... they not like a, a flip flopper that makes your feet sweat a bunch? I worry Are they, that... Are they not just like a fancy jelly shoe? Well, I've never worn a jelly shoe, but I imagine that would make your feet sweat they a lot do. because of the material that it's made out they of. They do. Yeah, that sounds horrible to me. Mm. We should talk about Garfield because I do actually need to start thinking about making a move. Yeah. Because I don't want to be late for my course. That was a sneeze. Can you put Garfield on, please? Can you put Garfield on? Oh, that's not, um, that's not Garfield, is it? No. That's, that's the king of comedy. Well, a better film yeah. than Joker. Honestly, Garfield. I was so annoyed... Watching the Joker. Yeah. I, did you I see, watched the entire think, thing. I was like, this is... Did you think there was like squandered potential? Or was it that it was just a waste of your time? It was disrespectful it, of your time? It, well, it was trying to be like a worthy and interesting sort of, you know, drama about a man's descent. But it, it's been done so many times. It's been done. That and it's been done better. And yeah. it didn't need to be about the Joker. Like, the Joker's best when he's... Uh, uh, yeah, he's a naughty boy, but also a silly bit. Hot, hot take. Hmm. The interesting thing about Batman is not Batman's tortured psyche. That's what 14-year-old boys find interesting about Batman. The interesting thing about Batman is watching him interact with uh, with the world around him and watching that kind of person interact with the world around this him is... and the things which result from that. I and, think... the, and the kind of, you know, the meta-commentary on society that that brings about, not Batman we live himself. In society. Well, I, I, I think you'll you'll enjoy the Robert Pattinson Batman film. I, mm. I think we should we should settle in yeah, and do right. it over the course of a couple of days or something right. if you, if we'll you don't have the, the stones for it. Yeah. But it's it's good. It is good. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's that kind of powerful no, enthusiasm like kind of, that um, I... No, it was like a, you know, a con- a con- that was a conceding. Uh, mm, okay. Yeah. Anyway, Garfield. I would like to just, just table the motion that in the mm. past 10, 15 podcasts, mm. you've been the one that has suggested talking about Garfield. I have. To be fair, in this case, it's because I've got to like leave the house in, in 10 minutes. So. Okay, well, panel one, there's lots of good faces happening. What's there your are. dog's name? We've got here... Well, that's John asking that, in, isn't it? In yeah. order, we've got... This is from the left to the right, and again, if you're listening along and you've not seen the comic, uh, please do draw it and show it to us. From the left to the right, we've got John Arbuckle, Odie, Lyman, and Garfield. 
And John R. Buckley's saying, what's your dog's name? John doesn't look very impressed here, does he? Nope, he's... Uh, he's pointing he's to the dog. presumably on a table. John yeah. with his arm resting on it, one finger raised, his eyes are lidded. Odie Odie is on the table in the same way that he would be on the table at a vet's yep, appointment. He's being stroked by Lyman, his tail this is Odie being stroked. His tail is wagging, his mouth is open, there's a couple of bits of drool, his ears are once enormous again nose. going all over the shop. His nose once again looks like a weird little mole it's the like way the whiskers are on. Uh the dog looks very excited. Um Lyman is stroking the dog, and then Garfield just peeking out behind that's Lyman. That's quite funny. That's Eyes that's a funny picture of Garfield. Incredibly narrowed. He's at a slight cant, like a slight seventy yeah. degrees. Yeah. So you can imagine the sort of as he peeks out from behind. He's just he's just peering out from behind Lyman, and that is quite funny actually. Um, John's asking what his name is. Lyman is saying Odie. Lyman's eyes. I don't know what's happening here. It might be two eyes and a nose. It looks like just a, it's it's a fucking nightmare of dots yeah, forming Lyman's face, there. and then his weird uh, bunting of a moustache mm. celebrating his mouth. It looks like a kind of boomerang sitting underneath, like a hairy boomerang made out yeah. of cocktail sausages. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit unsettling. And then I do like Garfield's face. In Garfield's the background. face in the That's first panel is very good because he is very funny. peeking he's, out at an angle behind um, Lyman. He's not impressed and looking at Odie. He's looking daggers at him. Yeah, and. Um, that's yeah, that's funny. a funny drawing of Garfield. Yeah, it is. Uh, Catherine would like to do yeah. the honours on panel so two. God, we are, panel. I feel like we're not making them... I know you need to be... Well, no, because I genuinely need to go. Yeah, but I feel like we can... You know, we, we don't have to marry... We can... We've got we, ten we minutes. We can take it at... No, we we've got less it, than ten minutes. We can take it at a stately pace. We can't, because I have to go. We can take it at a stately pace. I, I have to go the at 20 The more time you tell me that you have to go is the time that you're wasting. Regardless. It's time that you're wasting when you could be described Second panel. In a languid... Garfield is sitting at a table. Um, st- well, it's still at the same table, but it's kind of close up on him. Um, he's got both of his paws kind of stretched out in front of him. Well, he's got he's got one paw resting, the other yeah. paw stretching out. A bit like yeah. he's pushing all his money towards... Yeah, he's like if he's playing if poker. He's, if, yeah, if he's yeah. at a card table. He's all he, in. He's all in. Um, and he's thinking, Udi, a dog named Udi. Yes. And again, he looks furious here. I don't find Garfield's furious expression as funny in this panel as it is in the first no, one. No, it's funny in the first one because it's very small. It's very small. Peaking it's peaking. Corner. And also, I think it's a kind of... It's the... It's the the, the disappointment, the dismay of it. Mm. Whereas in this second one, it looks like he's like kind of actively got a wobbly lip and is really cross. Yeah. I, it's just not as funny somehow. Yeah. And so he's thinking, Odie, a dog named Odie. Like he's, it's like he's just slammed his hand on the table and he's like, well, you know, gee whiz. There's, there's no lines of movement, but you can all, almost imagine him at a bar later mm. on in the day. And he's asked for something and he said Odie, to the barman, like, ah. Dog named Odie. Yeah. That's what the shit that he has to deal with today. Yeah. Panel three, uh, Garfield, no no butthole no, on this guy. Has goodness. there ever been a Garfield butthole? I hope not. There will be somewhere. There will be somewhere. But by God, I'm not going to look not, for not it. not in this house. <laughs> not in this house. Pin the butthole on the Garfield. <laughs> uh, Garfield is walking away. His tail is at a sort of, it looks a bit like a periscope, so upwards and then at a, at a bent this um, is very poor observation from Davis because cats only cat do bottles. that with their tails when they're relaxed. Do they? Mm. Well, there we are. He's walking away into the distance. There's like the the shading is weird because it looks like there's a cloud. I don't know if that's supposed to be reflective of his mood, but or just it's like colours and shapes in the background. It might just be yeah for a bit of interest. And Garfield is thinking a blimp named Hindenburg, a ship named Titanic, a 
car named Edsel. What's an Edsel? Uh, it was a kind of Ford, I think. Was it, it very it was a kind of car unreliable? It, it didn't sell well. I don't think it was ah. a car that regularly burst into flames, but I think it was right. a car that it just wasn't didn't like sell. DeLorean levels of unsafe. <laughs> just made out of was it magnesium or no aluminium? Not magnesium. Edsel Carth, a discontinued division of automobiles marketed by Ford. This um, is research. Is it? You're doing research. The aim was right, but the target moved. The wrong car at the wrong time. Oh, I see. There's a whole subsection on the Wikipedia called Edsel's Failure. Right. Um, I might actually read that at a later point. That looks quite interesting. Yeah, it looks like it might be an interesting, um, interesting example read. of... They look like nice cars. Yeah. Well, in the sense that, you know, cars from the 50s look like spaceships. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to read about that later. Yeah. A difficult name to place. Design controversies. So it's a bad car. Yeah. And then um, the last bit of text is all dashed away. We can't see what it says. I think it's meant to indicate that he's just grumbling to himself, yeah, isn't it? it, it he's, he's listing more things. And so he ranks Odie, the dog, the dog who has so far been nothing but enthusiastic, amongst two atrocities yeah. that lost hundreds upon hundreds of lives and a car as what didn't do a good sell. I, I think this is quite funny. I'm really sorry. Do you think this is But quite there's funny? something... I think, I think this is... I think the reason it's funny is because, for once, Davis has actually used the three-panel um, um, format in such a way as to have a strong beat in each panel. Yeah. So we've got the setup, we've got the... Um, well, we've got the, the initial context, we've got the setup for the gag in the middle, and then we've got the final um, comparison. And again, it's because he's he's telling and he's showing and not telling. Yeah. So we, we infer... Garfield's opinion of Odie from what he's saying, and that's that's it's quite funny. It's yeah. not like you know. I was going to say the upper echelons. I was going to say it's not a, <coughs> it's not a knicker slapper, but the term is thigh slapper. Yes, not, <laughs> it's not it's a like knicker it slapper. So, no. so funny, I slapped my underwear. No, it's I, it's all right. It's quite. It actually it got a laugh out of me. Yeah, which I'm funny. which I'm ashamed the, the to tiny, say. The tiny peak in Garfield is very good. very funny. Um, yeah. It's got a, it's full of character. It's it's like it's it's an overblown reaction, but in a good way. Yes, rather it's, than it's, in a, it's it's comic hyperbole. Yeah. Um, but it's not. It's but I think what I all I think there's another thing about it, which is that yes, it's comic hyperbole, but it's not self conscious comic hyperbole. Mm. This is not um, hyperbole. It's in, not a ru- in, which breaks the fourth eyebrow. wall. It's no. not an arched eyebrow. It's not. It's just a. It's, it's an just, observation. It's, it's, a, it's a slice an, of yeah, life. Yeah, he's he's genuinely furious, and that's very funny. Yeah. It genuinely is. No, I like that. Yeah. Let's have a look at the comments. There's a lot of them. 32. Oh, my God. I'm excited. Uh, Elastic Cassidy, 13 years ago, says, I've never been able to figure out what the last word is. I don't think you're supposed to. But there are six replies. A president named Garfield, but now I think I might have chosen a president named Trump. Aha, Mm -hmm. politics. Described it as a fisherman in the script description. It's page of source. That's clearly wrong. Glimpse from the future. Odie is full-time in the strip. Lyman is gone, and John's girlfriend, Elizabeth, comes along. What? What's that got to do with anything? LOL! This was the 70s LMAO. Trump wasn't political back then. He was like in his 20s or teens. I don't know how old he is. Oh, my God. I think it says a fresh meal. And they transcribed Lyman as friend. They transcribed Lyman as... Oh, maybe there's like a... Um, there's probably the a visually description. Yeah, like yeah. A, a description thing. Probably an old text. Uh, president named JFK. That's not what it says. My theory exactly. feel obligated to respond here, but I do not want it. You simply do not have to post. Do not post. I see a freemner, says Pookie and Odie. Looks like it, Jim Davis erased the word. No, there was never a word there in the first place. Why? The whole point is to, to, is to give an indication mumbling of mumbling. Like, blah, blah, blah. I like the name Odie for a dog. Oh, that's good for you. Ah! 
Wow, Catherine. <laughs> a jet named Starfighter. Okay. Was that a real the thing? first mention of Was Omdi's that a Transformer? Name? No. Like it should have been. It's probably going to be like a um, one of those... Oh, like an actual a jet. Doggle yeah. where a jet was built and a lot of money was spent mm. and not much happened. A hurricane named Andrew. Oops, it's 8-24-92. Garfield is cool too, says I agree. Now John and Lyman's head are rounded again. Thank you, Rascal Garfield, over eight years ago. It's Freemason. I don't think that says Freemason. No, it doesn't. It says nothing. It's it's some letters erased to denote Grumbleston. Yeah, I don't even think Um, they're erased. A food named lasagna. No, that doesn't fit in. It doesn't fit in because because these are trying to do this. Because these are things that. A veterinarian, this is like as far as the comments go, this is bad even for this. Is a veterinarian dreads. named Liz. Ah, ha, ha. A fat cat named after a president, also overweight. Why Why he walking on cloud? This is the know. first mention of the Titanic. It would be mentioned again in 1981. All right. That's weird. A friendship, says T and J fan. Jonathan Arbuckle says it seems like it's a pattern, so if it is president, think of a president that had something happen to them. Stop! This isn't an ARG. Stop it's it. not. There's no. There's no clue here for you to figure out. It's literally the joke is that he's mumbling to himself as he wanders off. Odious, short for odious. Jim Davis unprompted. Greymane says a cat named Garfield and Fat Cat Animations twenty days ago says it's not that bad of a name. Remove the O to get die. I, for, I, there was nothing of value. This there. this was quite a nice comic. And so the comments really stepped up mm. to tread shit mm. into your carpet. Yep. Yep. Like, really... Yep. I feel... The just fucking yeah. pointless toilet nonsense comments. That was a waste of everyone's time. Like a Batman film with Robert Pattinson in it. It Watch the film, you'll enjoy it. <laughs> it's got a good car that goes a fast. Oh, is that what it is? Uh, it's got a car in it that goes a fast. It, well, it does go a fast. It doesn't turn into a robot, so it loses points there. <laughs> But, you know, if it could, I think it would. Yeah, that's fair enough. Anyway, well, I really have to get going, I'm afraid. That's been really Well, good. if you want to start clattering about yeah, and then just intermittently to. as you walk past, you yeah. can add things. Jesus Christ, okay. this is a low-rent operation. Uh, folks, if well, you'd we like... We never promised anything else, really, did we? Folks, thank you very much for listening. I do hope you enjoyed it. Oh, if you my ha- Oh, my God. If you have enjoyed this, um, tell your friends. Oh, I don't know what that was. Well, it was sort of like me trying to stifle a burp, I suppose. Uh, tell your friends. Let them know that this thing exists. Uh, also tell them to start listening maybe ten episodes in where we realise that talking about Garfield really ain't it, uh, rather than the first episode where we do actually try and talk about Garfield. Episode 15 and onwards is all right. Uh, tell your friends, leave a rating and review if you'd like to. That's a really nice way to get other people to listen. Um, we also have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash podcast. For £3 a month, you get early release episodes. And you get access to episodes of our sort of sister show, which is called I Don't Like Birthdays. So far, there have been two episodes of that. One covering the very day that Catherine was born, and two, the second one covering the day of Elizabeth II's funeral. Um, the idea behind that is we get to see what Garfield's like year on year and what changes are made. Uh, Six Pound a Month also gets you access to an essay by Catherine, hopefully more essays coming soon, a cryptic crossword, which is loosely Garfield-themed by me, and, depending on how quickly you sign up, a print of a painting that Catherine has scanned in and is being posted in the next couple of days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just need to make sure um, it actually looks nice. So it's just a little bit... Touching know, things up in, yeah, in digitally. Yeah, it, it just needs a little bit more touching up just to print. Um, 
so yes, we've we've been a little bit slow on getting things out for a six I'm going pound. To blue. Bye everyone. Good luck, Catherine. Um, but that's because uh, we've had surgery and we've had COVID and all sorts of things. So thank you for your patience there. And finally, if you're Jim Davis, and only if you're Jim Davis, you can give us ten thousand pounds a month to get all of the benefits of the three pound a month show and um, none of the benefits of the six pound a month one. Uh, Catherine's currently upstairs. This is where I'd normally ask her what she. Th- Catherine, could you um, just shout what you think of Mondays? I despise them. I don't know if that was audible. She said I despise them. I hope you have a lovely day. Goodbye.